This is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Every day seems to bring breaking developments with Damar Hamlin that allows the Bills organization to collectively take a sigh of relief, the NFL to start to plan how to move forward, and all of us the opportunity to say, oh my God, I can't believe we got to this point already. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. All you got to do is tell them, play ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And the big news, obviously, that we're going to get to in a minute is some of the decisions that the league are trying to make with what to do with playoff seating. But before we get to any of that, the most important thing you need to know right now is that Damar Hamlin has had his breathing tube removed has been talking with his care team, family, and even his teammates. Unbelievably, he was able to FaceTime with his teammates, telling the players and coaches, quote, love you boys during Friday's team meeting. All of that leads us to Sean McDermott, Bill's head coach, who said this at his press conference about the team being able to see DeMar. They didn't know that we were going to do that and, um, you know, wanted to make sure that that was actually going to be able to happen with DeMar's medical schedule there and, um, to be able to, when I said that we had a treat in store, um, it was just, uh, you could see the look on their eye in anticipation of what was probably coming. And, and then uh, to get to Zoom, and when he came on the screen, um, and Tabani, our assistant trainer, has done a phenomenal job out there um, helping facilitate that this morning as well. And to, to see the players' reaction um, they stood up right away and, and, and clapped for him and, you know, yelled some things to him. And it was a pretty, pretty cool exchange for a few seconds there. Wow. That, that's, that's just encouraging, Fitz, because, you know, these players who struggle with what they've seen on Monday Night Football all week, they've been worrying about their brother. Is he going to be okay? Are we going to be able to, you know, push through this situation? And for him to be able to FaceTime, his entire team, and let those guys know I love you boys, man. Because I'm pretty sure, you know, his family, the doctors, and everybody is telling, you know, DeMar Hellman at this moment all the love that he has gotten since that incident on Monday. It's big, new, it's big news, and it's very encouraging. Encouraging for the Buffalo Bills to, when they go out to practice, right, to not say, you know what, do I really want to be out here? When you hear your brother's voice, the the person that you're, you're worried about, that he's going to be okay, he's doing better, that encourages encourages you to go out there. You know what? Let's let let's let let's fight for him. He fought for his life uh, during a football game that he was playing on our team. Let's go out here, man, and 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 make things right and play the game the right way and and stand in his honor. So that that's remarkable news. And I got I got to read something that Brandon Beam said about you know the parents of Demar Hamlin. He said being around Mario Anita, which is his parents, these last few days. They should put a handbook together of going through a life-threatening situation with your child. And then he stated, I don't think I could have handled it if it was his own child. So mm. that's, that's a testament to his mother and father, their faith, how they raised their child, but also the belief that they had that his child was going to be okay. It's also a testament to the doctors and everyone involved in DeMar Hamlin's health up until this point. 
the Bills athletic trainer, everyone involved that played a piece and a role uh, to him getting to this point the way he could FaceTime his team teammates. It's big for me, and it's everything. And it says a lot about everyone involved. You know, listening to you talk about it, listening to Coach Sean McDermott talk about it, uh, like, you know, I don't have any hair on my arms. I shave my arms because my tattoos got to make sure they look all glossy and pretty, oh, right? Lord. I know, I know, I know, but still goosebumps. If I had hair, they'd be standing up on my arms because you could get all of the feels and the emotion. And it speaks to something that's going to be really a constant theme, Harry, this weekend is the emotion across the entire league. Like uh, Adam Schefter tweeted out about 20 minutes ago a memo from the NFL, uh, NFL clubs to, to demonstrate league-wide support for DeMar Hamlin in Week 18. So uh, the public address announcements, uh, they're being encouraged to do a moment silence before the national anthem in every stadium all clubs home and away will outline the three in each 30 yard line number on the field either in buffalo bills red or buffalo bills blue pregame during warm-ups all players throughout the league will have the option to wear black nike t-shirts uh, displaying love for demar three so you think about three patches will be worn by the bills during week 18 i feel like emotion and and i i can't say this loud enough over the, the course of the last few days sitting next to you that played the game and feel palpably your emotion right like I, I don't care what game you're watching in week 18 it is going to be emotional in the first few minutes of every one of these football games now, I know once the game starts everybody calms down HD but I just keep thinking about the fact that coming into these games you are going to see raw real emotion from football players across the league like we've never seen for understandable reasons and you want to know what I tell everyone to those raw real emotions it's okay it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to show those emotions I know a lot of times, you know, when you have professional athletes and guys that are strong and big and tough, you know, a lot of, a lot of people try to paint this mantra that you don't have to show emotions or you can't show emotions. Yes, you can. It's 2023, and that's where our world is moving to where, you know, people of all sizes, shapes, colors, doesn't matter, ethnicities, religions, you can show emotion uh, however you want to show it, and it's, go and it's okay. And I think it's okay, and I want to let everyone know that plays the game of football or any sport. It's okay to show emotion, especially when you're showing emotions for your brother, someone that you fight for, someone that's a part of your fraternity, someone that you love, someone that you know, or even if you don't know him, but he's a part of that brotherhood. It's okay to show those emotions. Don't keep those things bottled up because, you know, we've learned over, the, over time when you bottle your emotions – not many good things come from it. So let it flow. Let it show. I'm all for it, man. Yeah, he's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. I'll also echo, echo that sentiment. I say this a lot, HD. You know this in life. Like, if we really want to make a, a difference in the world, whatever that means, you got to look left and right, not up and down. Don't look at the people above you or below you to make change. Look at yourself to make change. Look left and right, the people around you. This is a great opportunity this weekend for all of us to do better, be better, and be more understanding and compassionate for every single... You're watching a football game. You're feeling emotional about it. You're at a sports bar. Your buddy getting emotional about it it's okay let all of that flow because this has been a wild time to be an nfl fan to be a former player to be a player like there's just a going to be a different emotion on saturday and sunday around these games but fitz and i'll tell you this to take it a step further you see how this world this nation has come together in regards to demar hamlin right uh, you, you see how much love they're showing him, his family. You see how much love his family is showing everyone else. You see everyone coming together, and this is just amazing because that's what sports do. Here's what I would. Here's how I would test the rest of this country in this world. <laughs> I know this is going. This is how. Don't wait till a crisis happen for us to get to this point. 
Let's love one another on, the, on a, a consistent and a regular basis. Let's not wait till we get to moments like this to show this love that we have for one another. Do it on a regular basis. Well, I, I feel like you're right in everything you just said. I also feel like we started, we've seen the best of us regarding DeMar Hamlin as a society for the last few days. Yep. Last night, we started to see the worst of us almost immediately because we now know, I can now tell you for certain that the Cincinnati Bengals are division champions. I can now tell you for certain the NFL has made it clear that this game between the Bills and Bengals won't be made up. And as a result, I can now tell you for certain that today... Owners are voting on proposals that will change this weekend's playoffs or these upcoming playoffs, I should say, in ways that have a bunch of fans in their fields. We'll tell you exactly what those proposals are. We'll break down what we think and we'll get your thoughts on it. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. We're going to do all that next. There's a wild scenario nobody else is talking about. When you hear it, it will blow your mind and we'll tell you about it next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Jason Fitz, Harry. Douglas. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, presented by Progressive Insurance. A plan is out. Uh, let me ask something, Harry. I'm going to ask you. I'm gonna, you and I talk a lot about the culture, right? I'm going to ask you a cultural question. Uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You ever watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I no. feel like that might be a little no, bit of a cultural thing. Okay. I've never seen. I'm from the South, man. Come I'm, on. I mean, I'm always sunny. Philadelphia right is a funny show. You should check it out sometime. Although I love Philly. I get shout out to Philly. There is a scene in one of the Always Sunnies in Philadelphia that's become a very famous meme of Charlie Day in front of a map. And he's like pointing all over the place trying to figure out a wildly complicated scenario. That is how I felt last night when I was following Adam Schefter on Twitter. Because Shefty last night, you know, I'm sitting there getting ready for SportsCenter on Snapchat. And all of a sudden we get this tweet and it says, uh, you know, here are the playoff scenarios at this point. I need to stress to the world that we do know that there's there are scenarios being looked at by the NFL. I also need to stress that it will be voted on today by all the owners. So it still has to pass through a special league meeting. And uh, the, the at this point, let me give you this as quickly and easily as I can, Harry. The AFC Championship game will be played at a neutral site if the participating teams played an unequal number of games and both could have been the regular season number one seed and hosted the game had all AFC clubs played 17. So that means that if it's between the Bills and the Bengals or the Chiefs, depending on the outcomes this this weekend, that it would be at a neutral neutral site. Okay, so we get into these neutral site scenarios. Also, very important, if Baltimore defeats Cincinnati in Week 18, it will have defeated Cincinnati, a divisional opponent, twice but will not be able to host a playoff game because Cincinnati has a higher winning percentage because they only played 16 games. So if Baltimore defeats Cincinnati and those two teams are scheduled to play a wild card game against one another, the site for that game would be determined by a coin toss. You're following all this like, with that, that's where we are right now. So let me start with the very basics. Before we get to one incredibly wild scenario, Harry, do you like what the league has decided to do here? Well, I think for the first time, and you look at the history of the National Football League, they're actually doing something without having a good track record of doing the right thing, like Spike Lee told us in the movie that he made a long time ago. I think they actually got this right because there's so many different things that can go on. But I think at the same time, they're doing what's right and being empathetic towards the Buffalo Bills and uh, DeMar Hamlin and his situation. 
it's it's I don't think it's been too many times in NFL history where we've seen a corporation um, that's not known for doing things based on you know the the feel of what's right on a normal on a normal basis. I, I, we just haven't seen it like that from the National Football League. And you could bring up all kind of scenarios and and, and talk about those and uh, to back up my argument of what I'm actually talking about right now. But I think in this instant. You have the human element finally coming out of the National Football League in the league office and saying, you know what, this is the best that we can do to just make everything right. Is everything going to make sense? No, it's not. Is everything going to be fair? No, it's not. But like I mentioned yesterday, life isn't fair because DeMar Hamlin was fighting, still is fighting for his life. Because Even though he's getting better, he's still fighting for his life. You know what I'm saying? So life isn't fair. But you got to deal with some things and you got to rock with some things. And I don't think you're going to have any, you know, feedback or pushback from guys in the National Football League amongst those three or four teams because of the situation that has arose. And I would just say this. I think the NFL actually got it right, even though, you know, you're going to have people complaining here, left, right, middle, front, back, backwards. It's okay. You're always going to have some people complaining. You can't please everybody. But I think at the end of the day, I think the National Football League and the league office finally started to feel like human beings and finally started to do things that human beings normally do. Finally started to feel empathetic towards a situation that was unfortunate for a young man and also an organization. So I think they got it right in those regards. Yeah, and and look, it's complicated. Joe Mixon on Twitter uh, posted a portion of the policy manual that a lot of people are reacting to all over the place uh, because the policy manual has a policy for competitive policy for canceled games. But what people are forgetting is that there is a clause in that that says the commissioner has sole authority to investigate and take appropriate disciplinary or corrective action uh, actions. Uh, the, he can basically go in and do anything if it's deemed outside the accepted tactics. So uh, they have he has wild control in this situation. I think putting it up for the owners to a vote makes a lot of sense. I think there's no way that everybody was going to be satisfied with everything but there is one clause in this that the minute we saw it, Harry and I last night went went nuts. I, I, the one thing that stuns me, because again, if the AFC championship game were going to be between Kansas City and either Buffalo or Cincinnati, it moves to a neutral site because they didn't play the same number of games. That's the easiest way to describe it. But there is still an absolute chance, depending oh. on what we have this weekend yes. in the playoff seating, there is an absolute chance that Buffalo would have to go to Cincinnati and play them in the playoffs. And there has been nothing in any written statement that shows that that game would happen anywhere other than Cincinnati. That's the one miss I can't understand. To me, you've got to look at this at some point and say, I cannot believe that you would play that at a neutral site. Now, Dan Graziano... Uh, well, I let me say, that, let me say this really, really quick, though, Fitz, because I don't think we're hearing enough people talk about that situation either. There's a possibility that these two teams could face in the playoffs. That game, in my eyes, has to be played at a neutral site. It cannot be played in Cincinnati, and I'll even say it can't be played at Buffalo just because, you know, all the teams potentially could have opportunity to be the number one seat. That game has to be played at a neutral site for the mental psyche of players for the Cincinnati Bengals, for the mental psyche of players for the Buffalo Bills. And so here's the scenario. If this weekend the Bills take on the, the Patriots, we all know that, if the Bills lose this game, and the Bengals beat the Ravens without Lamar Jackson in at home against Cincinnati. At that point in the playoffs, Cincinnati becomes the number two seed. Buffalo becomes the number three seed. 
All they have to do is win one playoff game each, and they are in a situation, if that happens, where you will end up with Buffalo at Cincinnati in the second round of the playoffs. So we are not talking about... How do you miss that scenario, though? I I mean, that's the thing. Like, we're not talking about some, oh, well, that's never going to happen. I mean, that's just... It's wild. Dan Graziano was on Freddie and Fitzsimmons last night immediately reacting to it and explained that there is no situation where it doesn't happen. There's no reason a Buffalo or Cincinnati game will have to be played at a neutral site because they will have the same the same number of games played. So, if Cincinnati wins this week and Buffalo loses, they'll both finish the season 12 and 4. So, if they meet in the playoffs, the normal tiebreakers would apply. There's no inequity to correct. And that the tiebreaker would go to the Bengals based on strength of victory because they'd have the same conference record. It's like the fourth tiebreaker, but the Bengals oh. would be the two and the, and the Bills would be okay. the three. But here's the thing, like, let me say this loudly in case anybody is misunderstanding what we are saying. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. I want to say this so clearly. I'm not talking about competitive fairness in this conversation. I'm talking about the mental health of athletes having to step back on that field. I don't give a damn about what is fair for the competitive balance on it. I care only about asking everybody that was in that stadium to be back in that stadium for a playoff game. Like, there is no way the NFL should be allowing that, Harry. And we don't know what time that game would be. Would it be another night game that we just witnessed? And not only that, where we've witnessed a lot of, you know, players going to Cincinnati playing a night game in primetime TV getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, do we have to relive that? Do those, do those players have to relive that? I don't think the NFL want to be in that situation. I don't think those players want to be in that situation moving forward as they're trying to push forward, you know, and garner all these things that transpired on Monday Night Football. You, uh, Harry, I just, for everything we've talked about, and you mentioned it earlier, I don't think there's any solution. It's good here, right? Like, I don't think there's anything that, let me say it this way. I don't think there's anything that would please all the fans, right? I don't think that exists. That being said, if the only thing we're worried about and should be worried about here are the, the is, is the mentals of the players in the league right now, I don't know how you missed that note. You can be part of Fitz and Harry Nation. Dr. Pepper, call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 729 We've been talking about it all week. We want you guys to chime in on this. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Harry, I think we agree. And, and I want you all to chime in. How do you feel about this proposal? Where are you on it? Twitter is absolutely yelling. But I, I do think it's funny because you mentioned earlier, we've seen the best of us through some of this tomorrow. Hamlin stuff. Now it feels like people are just fought. like I'm looking at Graz's mentions on Twitter and it is wild how angry yes, people man. suddenly are. But I mean, and I'll say this, and a lot of a lot of, a lot of these fans they they love their teams, right? So you're going to have some good from it. You're going to have some bad from it. But we want to hear from the people. We want to hear from you. So call in and let us know how you feel about these scenarios that the NFL proposed. You guys can tune into a football doubleheader Sunday. The Steelers host the Browns, followed by the Rams at the Seahawks. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. Again, we'll let you guys get on the conversation. What do you think of the way the NFL is handling this situation with playoff seedings, with tiebreakers? I want your thoughts on it. Everybody can chime in on it. Also, one of my favorite games. If you've ever hung out with me on ESPN Radio, we are bringing to Fitz and Harry. It's a very simple exercise. If you could only watch one thing this weekend, that means no red zone, no cheating. You can only watch one thing. Don't hit me with the I've got four TVs. Good good on you. Congratulations. That's not the point. The point is you can only watch one 
thing this weekend. What's it going to be? What game has your interest? Are you not watching any of the games and instead you're finally going to go see Avatar? I don't care. Whatever your answer is on it, I want to know. You got one. What's the one game that you absolutely have to watch this weekend? We're going to let you chime in. We'll give you our thoughts on that next. 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776 Fitz and Harry. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. This is Fitz and Harry. I like your haircut, my man. The little buzz cut. I'm Lieutenant Dan. Looking like Forrest Gump over there, my Wait, man. Wait, does I that like make it. you Lieutenant Dan and me Forrest? <laughs> I, I'm running. I, by the way, Forrest Gump. Uh, no, I like your haircut. I like it, though. Forrest Gump, wildly overrated movie. It was not even a good movie. Oh, it's a great goodness. soundtrack. You just say anything right now. Like, what are you talking about? It is not an overrated movie. It, it's, 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 what was the point? I mean, the soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks of all time. But what was no, the no, point? Smart, man. Yeah. <laughs> Perfecto. Was was Devin Devin working behind the scenes? Was Devin ready with a with a force gump drop? We didn't know we were gonna talk. You said gump and I typed in gump and we got a lot of options. I mean that is that is fast acting to an actor right there. That is that is well done. In the spot talk, son. Oh, it's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. All you got to do is tell them to play ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You guys can chime in. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. A bunch of you guys want to chime in on the decisions that have been made regarding the playoffs for the NFL. We're going to let you do that in a second. Uh, Harry, I just real quick got to ask you, um, we're, we're going to be at the National Championship game Monday in L.A. You're in L.A. right now. Anybody watching us in the ESPN app sees that you're hanging out in the L.A. studios. I'll be joining you there tomorrow. Got a big weekend. We'll be in L.A. together Monday. We're going to cover the national championship game. Tomorrow night, there's a huge party for, like, college football for the whole, like, you going to the big ESPN college football party tomorrow night? Mm -hmm. You, You going? Yeah, I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna be styling and profiling, baby. You, what, what, what are we? Like, since here's my dilemma. Dilemma. Like, the Raiders play Saturday afternoon, so I'm probably gonna be like three sheets to the wind, like disheveled, coming in my Raiders sweatpants, my Raiders jersey, maybe wearing like some Raiders like hat, uh, Raiders hair, maybe some face paint. Coming with who? Who you coming with? I'm walking up, like that. I'm walking on the red carpet of the party, like straight no, in won't. like that. I'm gonna send you home. Like, I'm a Fitz and Harry shirt, I'm send maybe. You home. No, no. I'm gonna send. I swear. I, I promise you. You're gonna wear a three piece suit. I'm, I'm Harry, listen to me. I'm, I will send you home. I will. I will do my best to make sure they don't let you in. If you come in there with sweatpants, sweatshirt, uh, Raiders gear, Raiders uh, paraphernalia, if you come in there like that, Fitz, I'm sending you home. I'm just bottom saying, line. Like if you watch this on digital at the semifinal, Harry was like looking fly. Like just my guy. Just look, he's got that NFL bag suit, right? Like it just, just walk, looks. Like, listen, you walk differently, man. When you dress. You know, nice. Yeah, and, and what was I wearing? Presentable. I was wearing light up, light up uh, shoes. And everywhere I went in your home in Atlanta, everybody behind the scenes was like, "Oh my God, I love your shoes!" Like, look, you're just jealous. I get more compliments on my light up ch- children's shoes <laughs> than you do on your fancy suits. That's all I'm saying. Like, listen, Forrest, no. <laughs> I am not jealous. All right? uh, look, not at all. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, Jenny was hot, so you know, Forrest got a thing going. She, uh, she was. <laughs> No lies detected. <laughs> I'm not even proud of this conversation at this point. Fitz and Harry, uh, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. You guys chiming in, 888 espn 888-729-3776. Your thoughts on the NFL's plans and what they're doing this weekend. Zorro in Tennessee. Thanks for calling the show, Zorro. What you got? How you doing, bro? Uh, I just think, man, that 
the uh, NFL should build in at the end of the season a week for the players to get ready and for if they need to make up a game like the Bills, they actually need to make up like well, they, and and this situation they kind of would have needed to make up two games if they didn't reschedule. I mean, if they didn't move the game during the season. So um, if they built in a week to make up a, make up games, I think that might be a good idea. Ah, uh, Zoro, thanks for the call. AC, what do you think, though? Like, because this is the first time we've ever been in this yep. scenario. I know COVID, but, like, first time we've ever been in this scenario. Are you in favor of making, like, huge changes for a one-time thing? I am because you never know when this situation may arise again. But you always, if, you know, I listen to Chris Brown. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. If you already have something in place, if this, if, if something like this takes place again, now you have those contingency plans. You have that extra week. Now you do have an extra week already because you get two weeks in between the Super Bowl. But I, I do believe in you know building in one more. I, I think the NFL can do that uh, just in case you you have a situation like this like this that, that that arise. Yeah. Well, and one of the complications was saying move everything to that off week, uh, you know, just move everything back is that, as a, a, a great listener pointed out the other day, like, for example, I know a lot of you don't care about a home and garden show in Minneapolis, but there is one booked for the stadium, right? Like, so stadiums book some things, uh, they book other opportunities, so... Uh, and, and Hold on, and most of the owners own those stadiums, right? Most mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, yeah. And Okay, they'll be okay. I, I, they're billionaires. They'll be alright if they they miss one weekend uh, of funds that, that's going into their pockets. They, I, they'll be okay, No, fix. you, you I, are right. I swear to God, they'll be I'm okay. Just, I'm just saying, like, it's hard if you if you had a permanent this week always has to be held, nothing would be booked in there, and then you know you'd always have a backup plan. I actually don't yeah. hate that idea. Uh, Shane and in Indy, Shane, thanks for calling Fitz and Harry. What you got? Hey, Fitz and Harry, um, glad glad you got your own show, man. Love you guys. Thanks. Hey, I, I have a question, Fitz. Uh, basically, um, that track at the beginning of your, uh, when you come into, are you doing the are you doing the fiddle on that track? Yeah, that that whole. Th- thanks for asking that, by the way, Shane. Before you get to your question, yeah, I, I wrote that whole thing. So the the open track for this show that you hear at the top of every hour and you hear in our previews, that's let's me. Let's hear it right uh, now. Yeah, let's, let's hear it right now. That's a, oh, can we? Devin, can we hear it right now? I mean, we need to hear it right now. Right now, Javante. Javante, sorry, Javante. Can we hear it right now? Can we play? This is yeah, Fitz this and is, Harry this is all on me. ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Oh, it feels so good. I got to give Harry a lot of credit, though. I really wanted to do that. Is me screaming, put my name up in the lights. I'm, t- by the I'm way. telling y'all, all my that, work wife is very talented, yeah, man. You know, I, kudos, to, <laughs> kudos to Harry, though, being like, you know what? I'm going to let my work wife spread his wings a little bit and show some of that music. Thanks for, Shane, thanks for asking. Now that we've taken you on the rails, I appreciate it. Unless you hate it, in which case, why did you ask me, Shane? So go ahead. <laughs> no, I just that's being very nasty in my words, man. That is that is awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate <laughs> but, it. Um, but my my whole thought and process on if the Bills and Bengals were to have to play in the playoffs, which I don't think is going to happen because Glass Jaw Joe Flacco is going to be quarterback in the Jets this weekend, so I don't think they're going to have any problem getting by the Jets. So I don't think it's really going to happen. It's going to be an issue. But if it was, we're Three weeks removed, I mean, the man himself, the first thing he asks when he wakes up, and I'm not trying to be deep nonsensitive and stuff, was who won the game. I mean, he's he's got more more competitive juices in his body the way he is right now than most, most of these guys do on a daily basis. So I'm just saying, let's, let's play this game. Let's, let's, let's see who's the best out there. And like I said, prayers with DeMar Hamlin and his family, making sure they, they, they get back on their feet and better than ever. And I just... I just want to see, man. Let's get these games back on the road and get some joy flying through the lake again. No, thanks. Yeah, I would, I, I would, I would say this. It's not the issue of them playing the game. I think it's where the game will be held at. Yeah. 
I think if it's if the game is you know potentially could be held in Cincinnati, I don't think that's a good look for the National Football League. I don't actually think that would be good for the players from a mental standpoint as well, the Cincinnati Bengals or the Buffalo Bills. Now, I, I, I don't mind them playing the game. But the location of the game, I think, really, really does matter. Yeah, and I want to correct Shane just a little bit on one thing because this only happens. We only get this scenario if the Bills lose and the Bengals win this weekend. The Bills actually play the Patriots, who are fighting for their playoff lives in this situation also, right? So they're trying to get their way in. That's a, I shouldn't say that. Uh, let me let me just immediately apologize for using that terminology with everything going on in the world. That's, that's just stupid by me. Uh, the Patriots are fighting to make it into the playoffs. Let's say it that way. Uh, so you know uh, that that becomes a tougher matchup. There's so many of you on hold. I don't want to cut anybody off. We're going to keep taking your thoughts on what the NFL did. Give you our thoughts on a triple eight. Say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six plus. If you can only watch one game all weekend, which one is it going to be, and why? We'll answer that question next. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Just tell them, hey, go play ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. You can hit us up on Twitter. You can call in on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Toriel hit us on Twitter and said, NFL should 100% if the situation occurs, move the Bengals-Bills game to a neutral site for the exact reasons y'all listed on the show. And the game that they're looking forward to the most this weekend is the national championship. I'll include that on You Got One, Harry. Like, it's Monday, but still... Like, we'll include that in the weekend slate of games. I'm good with that. I mean, Which is going to be a good one, but we don't want to dive too much into that into that game because we do have this show to do on Monday, mm-hmm. the actual day of the game. But that is a, that's a good choice. That's yeah. a good pick. Uh, and good by pick. the way, nobody's going to get you set for that game better than we are. We will be in L.A. We will be mm-hmm. at the stadium. We will be there we for We will the, be in L.A. Fitz. I'm already here. Don't meet me there. Beat me there, my man. Yeah, well, some of us still have to work, right? i got to go do a digital show after the radio show. Okay, I can't I'm just sorry, out there. but I guess I'm not working right now. No, okay. I'm just, I'm just, you're just out there doing like, you know, one uh, Harry Douglas doing one show today. I'm doing two, Harry. I'm doing two. I don't. I don't how do you? How do you know that? I, I, well, I I, I got to go. Did work. you ask me? No. I didn't ask you. I'm sorry. Okay, I still love it. Okay. Uh, 888-ESPN, <laughs> We're asking you guys, you got one. What's the one that you would watch this weekend out of all of the games? And also, what are your thoughts on the NFL's decisions regarding the schedule given the cancellation of Bills, Bengals? Tori in Florida. Thanks for calling the show, Tori. What you got? Hey, guys. First time, long time. Love the show. You guys are the best. Thanks. Um, Look, I want to touch on something that people aren't talking about. Um, unless you're an athlete, you don't usually get it. I've been an athlete my whole life, but athletes, especially professional athletes, are some of the most superstitious people on the planet. They got rituals. They got to do everything the same way. And if you ask these players to come back onto that field with everything that's been going on this year, it will play a factor. So the NFL's handled it correctly thus far, in my opinion, and they got to make the right choice here. If that game needs to happen, it's got to be on a neutral site because, God forbid, someone else gets injured, and now that's, that stigma is going to be stuck with that field forever. Oh, Tori is 1,000% correct when it comes to being superstitious and doing things the exact same way. 
Um, I remember if things didn't go the way I actually wanted them, wanted them to, and not being a diva or anything, but oh, no, 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 you know, no, I used to wake up at the same time. I wake up early in the morning, play my music. I would, you know, take a hot shower. I would eat the same exact thing pregame before every game, or if it was a night game, I'll eat a certain meal, um, breakfast, and then lunch that day. Everything for me had to be the same because it was it's all about routine. When you make it to that level, it's about developing a routine, uh, a sense of balance and structure. And when you kind of get out of that balance and structure, in which sometimes it, it might happen, and how do you face adversity? How do you overcome it? Yes, those situations arise. But when normally when professional athletes get out of that, you know, that rhythm and that routine that they're consistently in, it's not good. It, 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 it raises eyebrows across the board. It, it's funny you mention that. And I'll tell you this because, you know, I'm open to being vulnerable to, to mockery that's going to come from it. Last year, the first ever game for fans at Allegiant Stadium, Monday Night Football, Raiders, Ravens. Uh, you know, I got there. I had a media pass. The Raiders, my beloved Raiders, have been kind enough to get me a media pass, right? But you and I both know I don't belong anywhere near, like, the media access area during a, a game where you're supposed to be professional, Harry Douglas. You know that's not going to happen. I, I, I think about the third F-bomb that I dropped in the first quarter. They were like, why don't you take a walk there, buddy? So, I, you know, I went full Mickey Mouse. I'm walking around the stadium. Well, once I started taking a walk, things did better. So I, ne- I didn't have a seat at that point. I just stood back by the big flame in, in Legion. Just stood there the whole time, watched the game, standing the whole time. Walked all around the stadium, standing the whole time. Came home the next week, realized that when I stood up, they were playing better. I spent all of last season standing during every Raiders game because I was convinced that that made... Like, I'm smart enough to know that don't make no difference. But still, like, you can't help the fact that once it's wired in EHD, the superstition... Once it's there, the superstition is there. So, I I get it. When I, the ten years that I played in the National Football League, like you have a you have bus one through three, you have bus one that's the early bus, bus bus two it's after that one, and bus three. Well, I used to get over there before bus one. I used to like to go over to the stadium, me and the offensive line. I used to like to get in the hot tub, right? And Ooh. you know how superstitious I am with Sprite. I do every show with Sprite. I used to drink Sprite before games, during games. I had to have it. I didn't want Gatorade. I didn't want water. But in pregame, I used to go out, you know, and catch balls from my wide receiver coach at a certain time. If that time wasn't the correct time, I would actually kind of go off a little bit. I love the image of Harry Douglas sitting in a hot tub. With a sprite, and, and by the way, <laughs> and the first time you go to dinner with Harry Douglas, you find out quickly like the waiter brings water and nothing. You know, like that side eye that your dog will give you when you walk in the room where the dog's like, "Where you been all day?" Like when the waiter brings water to the table, Harry's like, "You think I want that? Like I ordered a sprite. Like I, I do well, not I want to wa- say it like that. You can't make it. Don't have me sound no, crazy on it's our show. You got to look. Like you have a look. You have like I don't want water. I have a sprite. Look, it's just a look. It's but a, I said politely. I was like, "No, I, I don't want the no. water. I'll, I'll take a sprite." He is very, very polite. And all that he does. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Dr. Pepper, call in line. Ryan in Vegas, my city. Ryan, what you got, man? Hey, thanks for taking the call, guys. Uh, so two things. Uh, one, I think they should have did a coin flip because, you know, playing basketball, you know, they always say the ball don't lie when there's a technical or, or something like that. So the coin don't lie. Do a coin flip. Easiest scenario. Uh, secondly, I got a Raiders question for you, Fitz. And, uh, you know, being a big Raiders fan, I love Derek Carr, and I feel like this kind of hurts saying it because, you know, we could get some draft picks from him being traded, but why doesn't he ask just to be cut and he can go to whatever team he wants? 
Yeah, uh, you're right, right? There's absolutely nothing. If if Derek Carr does not want to play nice with the Raiders, there's there's nothing that will force that because he has a no trade clause in his contract. So if he simply comes in and says I will refuse all of this and you will have no choice, he can force his way to being cut. The only advantage to being traded is that, you know, there there are teams that might want to trade for that contract. You're, there is nothing that says Derek Carr has to play nice with the Raiders right now. Uh I thought you were going to ask me a fun question about Jared Stidham, the obvious well, here, future superstar scenario, quarterback. Yeah, here's okay. a scenario. Yeah. Well, you know, Devontae Adams is there. He had a lot of success with, you know, that bad man Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Is there a possibility that Aaron Rodgers may come to Las Vegas? You think Aaron Rodgers is going to want to do I'm with Josh McDaniels and vice versa? No. a possibility. No. Do you possibility? think there's a possibility that Tom Brady goes to the Raiders next year, Harry? Because I don't think Aaron, I, like I would put Aaron Rodgers in the less than one percent. But everybody keeps right. saying this Tom Brady thing. Would you? Would you think? Would would you? Would, if you were GM of the Raiders, uh, if you were Dave Ziegler, would you sign? Uh, would you sign Brady? Yeah, I would think about it. Okay. I'll, I'll think about it. All right, I'll take a think about it. Like yeah, that's, that's, I'll think about that's, it. I mean, Brady's had a pretty good season. I don't know. Like I don't know. It, it feels so because weird. Because you're not, not sold on Brady. And go ahead and say exactly what you want to say so people can crucify, crucify you for it. He's, he's say, say what you want to say about Brady. Like, yeah, I want, uh, you want to mortgage the future of your franchise for a geezer that might give you one year. I'm sorry. No. I, yeah, I said it. And by the way, I'm older than Brady, so what the hell am I talking about? You called Brady a geezer. Oh, I know. I did. More of your calls on what the NFL has decided to do. Triple eight. say ESPN. 888-729-3776. Plus, we will tell you the absolute one game that Harry Douglas has to watch this weekend. We'll do it next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. 